Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Love My Ness. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Episode 164 of Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Get a free book and directly support the stream by checking out Audible. They have thousands of books from every genre. You're definitely going to find something you like. Just head over to runjumpstomp.com slash audible and get your free book today. Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern, except for today it's 4.16 p.m. because I was running late. Sorry about that. And on Saturday at whatever time I can get around to it. Uh, if you want to catch the live show, tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You'll be greeted by awesome people. People like Kodiak Moonwolf, Snow Goes Ham, Vaxer, Awate86, uh, Chai T Lady, Earslia, Harvey P27, Kid Curdy, Link31254, Ostrich Owen, uh, Risen by Blood, Shubbrew, Super 80s, TF Wagner, and the Lurkers. You guys are awesome. Thank you very much for hanging out with me while I do the show. And thank you for your patience since the show is running late today. I really appreciate it. Um, I got a bunch of feedback from my previous episode, but I, I you know, I'm still getting getting some feedback today. So I'm not going to respond to um, for for those of you that missed it uh, last episode, Tom Tate and I uh, sat down and we talked about a bunch of stuff. Make sure you listen to that last episode. It was a really fun conversation with Tom, uh, but we asked a couple of questions. And one of the questions was. Uh, what is your favorite non-Nintendo game uh, on the Switch so far? Uh, what is the n- most anticipated non-Nintendo game uh, uh, that's coming to the Switch? And what is your perfect game for the Switch? What game do you really, really want to see? Uh, and I've been getting a bunch of information from people. They've been sending it in. Uh, you can you can do so by emailing me, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. You can join on the Discord at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. And you can tweet at me at runjumpstomp. And I've been getting... Uh, information from people and kind of putting it together in a list and I'll, I'll save that for a future episode maybe on Saturday's episode I'll talk about it because it's usually a slow news day on Saturday but I appreciate all the feedback that you guys have been giving me um, now that we got that out of the way let's start with the news well Japanese Nintendo.com has posted a story that Nintendo has now applied for nine trademarks uh, including an Octo image that just basically looks like, I almost want to say like 1980s style uh, retro purple and pink uh, lettering with the word just Octo, which is clearly for Splatoon 2's um, DLC. Uh, They also uh, did patents for, or not patents, trademarks, sorry, not patents, uh, for Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers. Uh, Luigi's Mansion, Mario and Luigi, Metroid, Metroid Prime, Smash Brothers, and Wario Land, which we already knew, or uh, yeah, and Wario Land, which we already knew 
that they were doing, but they also did WarioWare. Actually, let me flip those. Okay, so we we knew that they would be doing something with WarioWare, but what we did not hear about was Wario Land. Uh, so that's actually very interesting. This is actually the second time a new trademark was filed for Wario Land this year, and uh, that's awesome because Wario Land. It, it for for those of you who don't know the difference between Wario Land games and WarioWare games. WarioWare games are they tend to be like these micro games where you play the game. And it's two seconds and then it's over. Uh, whereas Wario Land is really more like a side... It, the ones that I've played have been like these side-scrolling games. Um, kind of more like a 2D Mario game. But obviously Wario plays very differently. He can slide forward and punch things. And, and he's not all about saving somebody. He is trying to track down as much money as he can. Uh, so I'm looking... I, you know, I would be happy to be able to check out a Wario Land game on the Switch. The only one that I've ever played, and I can't remember what the like the sub name or the 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 actual name of the game was, but it was for the Wii, and uh, I we had a local video store. Uh, this is when Netflix was just starting, I think, or at least they were just getting popular, um, and Netflix. Like they were just destroying all local video shops because people could just they didn't have to worry about rental fees. They didn't or not rental fees, but late fees. And uh, it was awesome. Like this is back in the days when Netflix had uh, discs all the time. So you would have these discs that would come to your house. You'd open up the envelope. Oh, what did I get? Oh, cool. It's this movie. You'd watch it and then send it back. This is before you could really stream it. And you know, that business model totally put out of business like local uh, video shops, which is too bad because that was a, a thing that when I was younger, and I'm not saying when I was really young because, yes, I did go there, but I, I have fond memories of my wife, myself, and my daughter uh, getting on our bicycles and riding our bikes down to the local video shop and picking out a movie to rent and taking it back home. And uh, watching that movie, that was like a little ritual that we would do on the weekends. And we, we loved it. It was so much fun. And then when Netflix came uh, and put all those places out of business, that was just not something that you did anymore. And more often than not, when we sit down to watch something with my son, who has never been to a video store, because since he was been born, this is not something that exists. Um, and I'm totally getting off the rails, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up in just a second. Um, you know, more often than not, when we sit down and we're like, do you want to watch this? No. Do you want to watch this? No. And we can't make a decision. Whereas when you were in a video store, I felt like it was a lot easier to make a decision, um, because you didn't always have access to everything. So anyway, that, that, that side story aside, I guess, um, it had put that store down the street out of business and uh, they were selling all of their video games like super cheap. So I bought a bunch of Xbox 360 games and I bought uh, the Wario Land game that was on the Wii and it was a lot of fun. It was really a lot of fun. And that was the only Wario Land game that I ever played. So the idea of a new Wario Land game on the Switch, I am very much looking forward to that because that sounds Awesome. Now, just because we've got a trademark for it doesn't mean that we're going to actually uh, get a game, especially this year. It, you know, there's no telling what's going to happen. We, we're not too far from E3. 
So I wouldn't expect any announcements until then. Uh, but you know what? Fingers, fingers crossed. So it's a good thing that I do the show live because I get people in the in the in the chat to help me out and let me know when when there's things that I should mention. And Kid Curdy uh, mentioned that there's a sale going on on the eShop right now. So I grabbed my switch and I'm looking through it and uh, so certain things that I that are jumping out at me that look really fun or games that I know are really fun because I've played them. Uh, Super One More Jump is on sale. Uh, I don't know how much it is because I already own it, and so it's not going to tell me that, but you can open up your Nintendo Switch eShop and check that out yourself. Uh, and, and for those of you who are watching the video, why am I staring down at the, the thing is because I'm looking down at my Switch. Uh, Chroma Gun is on sale. I'm a big fan of that game. Uh, Crip, Crypt of the Necrodancer, which if you don't know anything about that game, it's a really cool roguelike um, dungeon crawler that's also a rhythm game. So you have to like attack the skeletons in the dungeon to the beat of the music that's playing. Really, really cool. That's $14.99. I have that on Steam. I have not played that on the Switch. Uh, Blossom Tales The Sleeping King is a, uh, a game very much reminiscent of um, uh, Zelda A Link to the Past on the Super Nintendo. Um, Rocket League is still on sale from last week as well. And uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. SteamWorld Dig 2 is on sale. You definitely got to pick that up if you haven't played it yet. It's really amazing. And I got to say, you know, they also have uh, like the Lego games are on sale. But this one right here, this is the one that I would, if I had to pick one Lego game out of any of them, this is 50% off. And that is Lego City Undercover. That game is so awesome. Like, my son played this on the Wii U. It was a Wii U exclusive uh, back in the day. And it has a humor about it that is just so awesome. And it, it, it just cracked me up when I was listening to or watching him play it. Uh, so I highly recommend that one. TF Wagner says one more jump is five dollars and sixty cents. That's that's a great deal. That that game is really really fun. And if if you didn't know, I actually interviewed the developers for that game. So make sure that I'll, I'll try and drop a link uh, in the show notes uh, to the interview. Uh, but I talked to the developers of that game, and they were really nice. Uh, good conversation with those guys. That's at my YouTube channel. So if you don't feel like looking in the show notes, you can just go to youtube.com slash run jump stomp kid curdy wants to know is kamiko worth it um i don't know i i bought it when it was like two bucks and i didn't play very much of it it didn't really compel me to continue playing but i thought it was kind of fun uh it mostly didn't get played because when it came out i was just busy i was too busy and you know i'm constantly busy so i guess that's always my excuse but um Kimiko is a fairly cheap game already, and if it's already 40% off, that seems like a steal. Um, I don't know how much that meant. What's it, a dollar? I mean, that seems really, really cheap. So I don't know if it's worth it or not, Kid Curdy. I can't give you advice there, but all I know is that I thought it was kind of fun. Speaking of the eShop, there's a lot of games on the eShop, like a crazy amount of games on the Nintendo Switch eShop, and... Uh, Rolling Stone did a story where they were interviewing uh, Baker. Oh, gosh, I can't remember the guy's name. 
All right, well, I don't know who Baker is, but they were talking about the Nintendo eShop and they were discussing uh, basically how in July of last year, they knew of uh, 150 titles from third parties uh, that were coming to the Nintendo Switch. That was in July last year. But by the end of 2017, over 320 games had come out on the Switch, which is a really, really significant jump. Like, that's a big jump. Uh, and uh, there's even a higher number uh, coming out this year. Like, right now, they're saying that we should expect more than 320 games to come to the Nintendo Switch in 2018. And those are third-party games, mostly on the eShop. Um he went on to say, this this uh, mysterious Baker individual, uh, went on to say that while we're really fortunate with this reception, we also know it's our responsibility to recognize that there's a lot of content coming in that we need to find ways to improve discoverability. And I just want to say, hooray for you. Awesome. I'm happy. I'm, I'm Give the guy a round of applause because I totally agree. Uh, he then also said, and this I found this really interesting, uh, that they we now have enough content that we don't have to wait every six months to promote a new batch of indie titles. We can now increase the cadence of Nindy's videos. So I think that what that means, I think that what that, it's not like I'm reading tea leaves here. He pretty much came out and say it. We're going to be seeing Nindy's videos from Nintendo more often. Now, what I think that they should do. They should not mention it ahead of time because people get too hyped for those things. When you mention ahead of time that you're going to be announcing something and you do it as a live stream, people get really, really excited. And it's not your fault, Nintendo. It's not your fault that people get so excited. But what you need to remember is that the Internet is an all or nothing thing. Like people either love you or they hate you. And when you announce that you're going to be doing a video, they think that they're going to love you. And if they don't love you, then they hate you. So if it is not like a moonshot, if it is not an amazing thing where like your Smash Brothers reveal, then Nintendo, don't, don't, don't announce it ahead of time, and then do a live stream of the video. If it's just a Nindy's showcase, then what you should do is just drop it on YouTube and say, hey, everybody, here's some cool Nindy's games that are coming to the Switch this year. And I think that people's expectations won't go through the ceiling, and then it'll be much easier for you to meet those expectations. Now, I'm sure, let's play devil's advocate for a second, I'm sure that there are people out there that would say, but Bill, if they announce it ahead of time, a lot more people are going to watch it. And I totally agree. But here's what happened. When they did the last one, a lot of people watched it, and a lot of people said, meh, it was okay. It wasn't anything special. There's nothing there to be excited about. And to all of the people who didn't watch it, that's what they heard. They heard that it was okay, nothing special, nothing to get excited about. And that's what they remembered. And they associated that with the Switch. So I think that that was a bad move. What you should do is save those big live stream uh, announced ahead of time things for when you've got huge news. And for small stuff like this, put out a press release, drop a video, don't do a live stream, and you'll meet people's expectations or 
Maybe you'll even exceed them. You get a low score for this game. I feel like Nintendo is leaning in to the meme in uh, the fact that they just announced uh, 5.0.1 as the firmware update to the Nintendo Switch. And of course, you all know exactly what the 5.0.1 addresses. Say it with me. Three, two, one. Stability. That's right. It's going to bring some stability, general system stability improvements to enhance the user's experience. I don't know who else, uh, who else's experience they would want to enhance, but definitely the user's experience. So uh, 5.0.1 doesn't seem like it does much else other than stability. But you know what? And not every single update can be, uh, you know, a home run. Our big thanks to uh, Super 80s in the Discord for dropping this in our Switchcraft links channel. Uh, by the way, if uh, you want to contribute to the show in a big way uh, and you see a story that you want me to talk about on the show, join the Discord, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord, and there's a channel in there called Switchcraft links. And the whole point of that channel is just so people can drop links. There's no discussion in that channel. It's just a spot to drop off a link. And if you want to talk about it, we use the channel Nerd Nest usually. Um, but I always, before I, uh, go live, I always look in that channel and find any stories that I want to add to my show notes. It's usually really, really useful. So, uh, thanks again to super eighties for dropping that in there. Um, he's, uh, they, uh, this is for about the arms global test punch. I can't believe I forgot about this. That's this weekend. So what you want to do if you haven't played ARMS, and there, my guess is there's a lot of people out there who have not played ARMS. It is one of my favorite fighting games. So much fun. Um, but if you want to check the game out and get a free trial of it, that way you can decide if it's for you or not for you. Uh, go on the Nintendo Switch eShop right now and look for ARMS. And there's the ARMS Global Test Punch. You can download it ahead of time. And then this weekend when it goes live, you can fight against each other and uh, make a decision whether or not the, the game is for you. Uh, I probably will be able to... I, I hope I'll be able to play it this weekend. I don't know. Um... I've been playing a whole lot of Rocket League and Splatoon 2 lately, but I think maybe I think maybe I got the the little, little bit of arms itch going. So I'm going to see if I can jump in there and, and uh, punch some dudes or some ladies either way, because uh, that game is incredibly fun. All right, two quick stories, and then we're going to get out of here. Number one, uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon for Switch had a... A video from GDC, that's Game Developers Conference 2018. Uh, there's a link in the show notes to the video. It looks kind of cool. I'm not really interested in this type of game, but I know that a lot of people are. And uh, I've heard that the port for iOS and Android was actually pretty good, and this looks to be done by the same team. I think the controls look pretty great. It, they showed off that you could um, uh, move the camera around with the joystick, but then uh, use the tilt functionality, the gyro, in order to make the camera kind of pitch and yaw. Uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, anything to make uh, uh, dealing with a strange interface, and, you know, could make the game better. Uh, so make sure that you check out that link if you are interested in the um, theme park building genre of games. It's not for me, though. And then finally, uh, I know that there's a lot of people who have been on pins and needles waiting for this game. Uh, Joe 
Maduraria. I butchered that name. Sorry, Joe. Uh, He has posted on Twitter and he said, hey, Nintendo Switch, uh, Battle Chaser... Let's try that again. Battle Chasers News. If you haven't heard, we've been approved, expecting an official release date within a week or so. So we will let you know the second we have it. Hang tight. Thanks for your patience. Awesome. I'm very happy to hear that. That is a game that uh, definitely uh, piqued my interest uh, when I first saw it. I absolutely know like one of my best friends in the world, Bravd, who often comes to uh, watch me record the show and uh, uh, we'll come over sneak in here and there's a there's a little red fireman on the shelf behind me somewhere that he hid when he was here last uh, I know that he has been just like just hearing me say that right now he's probably screaming at the top of his lungs uh, so happy that that game's coming because he's really been looking forward to that game although honestly he he probably heard about it before I did because uh well, just because he really wants that game. And I really want to check out that game, too. So that's um, that's something to make sure that we look forward to is Battle Chasers. I think it's going to be great. Um, finally, if you are looking, if there's a story that I missed or a topic that you would like discussed, please let me know at one of the ways that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. And if you are looking for a way to support the show. All you got to do is head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Uh, there's links there that will help me create my more content. Uh, thank you very much to everybody who's supported so far. My wife asked me yesterday, she said, hey, you haven't been talking about my Etsy shop on your show very much, have you? And I said, you know, I put my head down and I sheepishly sheepishly said, no, I haven't. And she said, I could tell because she hadn't received an order in a while. So I just want to make sure that I take a second to uh, hashtag sell out here and tell you about my wife's Etsy shop. Uh, She makes these really cool um, zippered pouches. Uh, So if you are watching the show right now, I'm holding up uh, my zippered pouch. She's got Donkey Kong on one side and Mario stuff on the other. And inside are all of my cords that I need for whenever I go anywhere. She also makes dock socks. Uh, so that is just like this cloth cover that uh, goes on the front of your Nintendo Switch dock to make it look cool under your TV, you know? Uh, I never have one on mine because every time she makes one, she comes up and takes mine off and then tries that one on to make sure that it fits right before she ships it out. So... It, she always like it always just disappears. So I don't know where mine is uh, just because she always takes it off. Kid Curdy says, does she have Splatoon stuff? She has Splatoon stuff. She definitely does. So make sure that you check that out. Uh, she has a bunch of stuff. So make sure that you uh, head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash run jump stomp. Or again, if you just want to go to run jump slash thank you, there will be a uh, link right there you scroll down probably about halfway and you'll see uh there's a picture of a splatoon dock sock on my switch uh so that you can make sure that you check that out and uh uh kid curdy wants to know does she ship to canada yes uh, we have worldwide shipping but keep in mind that uh you know shipping internationally does cost more we don't deal with any of the shipping costs everything is is uh done through Etsy automatically. So whatever they decide that it costs, that's what it costs. Anyway, um, hashtag sellout again. Thank you guys for listening. 
Thanks for hanging out with me. I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye.